Pop quiz time. What? Was I not supposed to start yet? Was that a little abrupt? It was abrupt. I like catching you off guard. What? It's fun catching you off guard every once in a while. It's like, you Why? know. Because I'm always so with it? No, but it's, it's kind of like when I try the thumb thing when we're having sex. And, you know, sometimes you push into it. Sometimes it's like, motherfucker. And, you know, t- today was a motherfucker reaction when I started the podcast. So now I see where we're heading. Pop quiz time. An old man and a child run out in front of you. You're driving. Okay, you're going down the highway. You're going. Well, say you're going down the road out here, the highway, before you turn onto this street. A child and an old man run out in front of you. What do you hit? The brakes. See, look at that. You're, <laughs> you're so good. This is why. That's why I know I married the right woman. I want you to hear this this version. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll play it on my phone and hold it up close to the microphone. Uh-huh. It it'll it should pick up. If you're driving and a child and an old man cross the road in front of you, what do you hit? The old man, of course. Why would I hit the child? A hundred percent, the old man, hands down. A few moments later, the old man for sure. Why not the brakes? <laughs> Women. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it might sound like that was pre-planned. I had no idea it was coming, and I've never heard this joke before. That's funny. You did. You nailed it, though. It is. You hit the brakes. It's great. I'm. I'm impressed. See, look, I married the good. A good person. And you know, I think since I married such a great person, I got another video clip here to play. I think this is going to be us when we're old. We'll see. Thousands of times. But even today, there's nobody I'd rather have deep dicking me at night and fucking <laughs> me again in the morning. She doesn't care what I do as long as I give her pussy the drilling it needs. On the other hand, he's still the same old Isaac. He loved coming on my tits 55 years ago, and he still does today. <laughs> They're all fucking very, very hard. We want people to know how important it is to find someone to... Oh, my God. <laughs> I have two things to say. First of all, is that was an old couple in very a video. Old. Very old couple. You know, she she commented on her husband coming on her tips tits fifty five years ago. Second of all, you really don't know me. <laughs> me? I don't know you. You don't think that's gonna be us when we're like old? I mean, I know it won't be no, it's gonna. Years. Well, I mean, it, it, okay, it will be, but it'll be reversed. It'll be like <laughs> you coming on my tits. <laughs> yeah, me like pounding you, your big dick on giving my your forehead. giving your hole some pounding. My, my tight little hole. <laughs> that's where it spits. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, let's get this shit show on the road. Mm. This is gonna be a fun one. We're adulting. Uh, you're under the influence. All right, Miss Bottle of Prosecco before noon. Oh, yeah. Maybe we're both under the influence. I mean, I might not enjoy you eating my pussy, but that doesn't mean I don't need to do it. And I said I was okay with a finger. I never said a thumb and three fingers. There's a fucking difference. I'm not really into butt play. But if you want me to strap it on and peg you, I will. Nothing, and I mean nothing, kills the mood more than, oh God, the baby has a shitty diaper. It's over. And we are adulting. Under the influence. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. My name is Jason, and I want to thank you for joining us. Um, Sorry, I'm hitting record here on the video. Welcome to my reels, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason. uh, Very special guest with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Big Dick Gene. 
Here I am. It's Big Dick Gene in the house. The Big Dick energy radiating off of the the finger licking monster you see before you. <laughs> or if you're just listening, you don't see, but you, she's there. Check out our reels. Here I am. Instagram at AYPod. Check it out. It's going up there. How are you, my love? I'm good, baby. How are you? Fan fucking tastic. It's a good day. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. been we've been out, we've been drinking. Mm-hmm. We've been exploring liquor stores and have actually come to a very interesting conclusion. Yep. And we realized something about our night in New York that we were mistaken about. Jason was mistaken. That I was mistaken about. Excuse me. Something interesting though. And if you you listening to the reels, if you want to know what that was, if you're watching this, listen to our podcast. Go to Spotify, go to uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible. Go to one of those places and listen to the Adulting Under the Influence podcast to hear what you're missing out on. Yeah, I think that was actually longer than what a reel is supposed to be. Yeah, I have a feeling too. It's a minute and 18 seconds though, so that I, is can, I can trim some down. I can trim it down. Okay. So, we went to the liquor store the other day, and we were looking at bottles of Maker's Mark, and we I picked up a fifth, and you were like, that would fit in my bag, mm-hmm. not purse, bag. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that is a, that does seem like a very small bottle. And then we saw the 1.75 yeah. liter, the big bottle of Maker's. The one I continued to try to put in my bag. Yeah. So, what we came to the conclusion of is that, yeah, it was the 1.75 liter bottle that we bought <laughs> at the box. And not the little one, like I thought, was the case. And we put away over half of that 1.75 Jason thought it was the bottle. fifth. Hey, you know, I was like, was dark, I don't think that's right. boobs. I was distracted. It was a big bottle. And it's just so strange to me because, you know, I would have thought a dude was like trying to convince somebody that it was actually bigger <laughs> than it actually was. I swear to God, that that's eight inches. <laughs> yeah. I swear. I promise it is. Yeah, the first time I heard somebody say that to me, I was like 14, so. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's like the old joke about why do women have poor depth perception because they've spent their whole lives being told this is six inches. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a deck of cards. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the it was the big bottle though it was the 1.75 liter that we had at the box and in New York and we put away half of it yeah we put away more than half more than half of Explains that bottle a lot yeah so when we if if you haven't listened to the previous episode go listen to it good times uh, whole story of Gene blacking out and at the club and <laughs> and us drinking a shit ton it was a good night it was a good night. Here we are now, a week out from that. Uh, we went out tonight as responsible adults. We're home before 10.30. Yeah. Yawning right now. Yeah, Wait, he's wh- yawning. Yeah, that was I a am. big yawn. That was a big yawn. That was a big one. Now I'm going to yawn. Um, last night we were in bed before by like 9.30. Oh my God, so pathetic. Oh my God, it felt so good. It did. It felt great. And I, I do feel... Somewhat like maybe we're still recovering from last weekend. Not yeah. a, the not the drinking part, just the like cumula- cumulative sleep loss. Yeah, because we had that, and then midweek I had the teenager that flew back in yeah. from Texas yeah. mm-hmm. after his spring break, and I had to go yeah, pick that was him a up. Short night of sleep. Yeah, yeah, it was because I, I had to pick him up from the airport. By the time I got back here, it was after ten. Had to be up at four in the morning to go to work. You know, it's it's been a rough week, and we're powering through. We're we're having drinks tonight. Uh, both of us enjoying now a bourbon and ginger. Yep. Uh, just got back from going out to a nice little local uh, Italian restaurant and bar. Uh-huh. I, I started the night with a Manhattan. Oh, another big yawn. Motherfucker. Whew. We're going to get through this, I promise. It's be a rough night. <laughs> it's not even a... It's not like we're boring. God, why are we yawning? So You're I started, old and tired and we have are, kids. We are. I started the night with a Manhattan, then I went to a bourbon smash, which is like bourbon and uh, blood orange and muddled with mint and just great. And now we're home and I got a bourbon and ginger. Yep. You went a different route. Okay, I did have a, a small glass of wine before we left, but you went a different route. 
Yeah, I had a... <laughs> the yawns are crazy. <laughs> They're contagious. And it's not just Jason. I'm also yawning. Um, I had a limoncello martini, which I did not care for that much. I love limoncello and I love vodka, but I did not care for this martini that much. It had a weird taste to it. It, it just tasted watered down. It tasted like the alcohols, but then also like there was some like really crystal clear water added to it. Like some really nice water. It, it, it tasted like it tasted something that was like dirt to me. I don't know. It was weird. I didn't. No, I didn't taste that. Like I mean, I've tasted dirt water every time I go to Dallas. It seems like, <laughs> or anywhere between Dallas and your dad's house. Yeah, especially my dad's house. I'm like, do you taste that? And you're like, yeah, over. that's just how it is right now. I'm like, what? Yeah, but that's that's a certain time of year. Like the the lake turns over. Yeah, but you don't even sound like it's surprising. I'm surprised. Okay. Yeah, I know you didn't. I've 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 I lived with that for years and years. And I, I I'm like I want water, year, and you're like you should at least like lean over and be like you don't want this water. I know. I'm just used to it. You know, it's it's what. <laughs> shut up! I'm yawning again. <laughs> god damn it! Oh my god! All right. uh, we're so lame. Go away, dog. Why did we bring the animals down here? Uh, Was, this isn't Noah's Ark, you fuckers. Go lay down. They're stuck in a room. <laughs> All right. So you had the limoncello martini to start with. Then you went on to... It's co- It was a Cosmo... Um, I don't know what the name of it specifically was, but it was a, a, a rendition version of a Cosmopolitan with like rhubarb infused vodka and it was good it was, it was it tito's was, vodka right yeah rhubarb infused tito's vodka yeah so cosmo they're not rhubarb. paying us no to say that no if but you know if tito's would pay us they could yeah if they yeah, just wanted to send us a case of tito's vodka i like the grapefruit vodka is that T- no that's not tito's though. yes it is that's Deep Eddie. Oh, yeah, you're right. Shit. Yeah. So either one of these companies. Yeah, either of those would be great. We, we need to start a bidding war now between Tito's Vodka and uh, Deep Eddie Vodka. They could just make the, the gene with various flavors of... Sparkling water. Sparkling water. Yeah. Yeah, they could use different flavored vodkas, or different flavors of juices. sparkling water. Yeah, and, and uh, make their own versions of the gene. And used to be like these seltzers. We could be the sponsor. So the beer that I bought today, that Shiner beer, mm-hmm. actually has cactus water in it. Oh. Yeah, interesting, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually beer brewed. It's an IPA brewed with cactus water and some other shit. I don't know. It's called Tex Hex by Shiner. Is it good? It was good. It's a really good beer. Uh, they had two different variations of it. One was a hazy IPA. This one was their uh, regular IPA. I went with it. Just, I don't know. Just, well, I went with it because of the picture on the box. <laughs> I was going to say. Because it's like hot, dark hair chicken. I'm like, hmm, kind of reminds me of Gene. I'm going to get this box. Not going to lie. Baby. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by the way, lovely shirt you're wearing. Thank you. You're a Wonder Woman little tank top. I wasn't even sure if I still had this. I'm glad you do. I remember the first time I saw you wearing that with that, uh, like, bodysuit thing you had on under it i have pictures if you need me to remind you so it was over it the bodysuit thing was over it no no you had that on over the bodysuit because no, the, the on, bottoms no this was on under it because the bodysuit went over it want to bet like that's not right no i don't want to bet ten, i know i already, already lost one $10. bet to you this week <laughs> let's, uh, let, yeah let's just not talk about that now i or guarantee you i'm right are you though? Yep. Are you? You probably are. I'm definitely. I, you probably are. Okay, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. And you're right. God damn it, <laughs> motherfucker! I'm glad it I didn't. It doesn't even you. make sense. Do you have you seen that bodysuit? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and I still think like I don't know the shirt over it. Maybe I don't know. No, I How? forgot its long sleeve. So like I forgot the. I'm just imagining the bottom half of it, and like that shirt would look good over it. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. The I know. So now I'm going to have to share that on Instagram. Oh, I'm just God. kidding. I'm not really sharing that on Instagram. <laughs> um, oh, but there is you at the Deep Eddie Brewery. I can show that one. Mm-hmm. That is a good picture mm-hmm. of you next yep. to the uh, pinup sitting on the yeah like, counter. This is Deep Eddie Vodka or whatever that is. I like their grapefruit vodka. So if you want to sponsor us, Deep Eddie, you got to mm-hmm. compete with Tito's. 
Come on, Austin Vodka <laughs> Companies. Let's, let's show sure, us the love. Make sure we tag them in the post. Show us the love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, but you did enjoy your drink. Um, and I'm very glad you enjoyed your drinks at the, the bar this evening. We got some shots, too. We did. We got a free green tea shot. Yeah. I'd never had one before. Me neither. And, you know, the bartender came over and she's like, would anybody like some green tea shots? And I was like, well, I mean, we're not really into shots, but... This is the second time today at a second place where we saw something about green tea shots. And so I think that means we have to take it. And she was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, do we have to pay for it? And she's like, no. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I guess, like, she thought a whole table of people ordered green tea shots. So she mixed it all up in one mm-hmm. big glass. And then it was just, like, one person at the table. She, she had, a like, a shitload extra and gave away numerous I know we got one we each got one the guy Mm -hmm. sitting next to you got one then I think some people at the other end of the bar also got some and then she took one and then she told one of the waitresses hey I got a shot for you down at the other end of the bar Mm -hmm. it's a green tea shot they're really good and why are the dogs all up in our business right now because Sky is coming over to get some love from me and she's being real sweet and then your fucking dickhead dog came over too yeah, he's he's special. No, he's dumb. He's dumb. He's a dumbass. But we love them. They're the best. We don't deserve dogs. Really, please God, take them back. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Lay down, Sky. You're good. We don't want you to go anywhere. Yeah, she's a good dog. She is a good dog. The other one's just retarded. Okay, I'm gonna say it. He's retarded. Mm-hmm. Be mad at me for using that word. I don't care. You know, Doug Stanhope had a great point about the word retarded, that it's the only, like, offensive word that was born out of consideration because they used to call people who were mentally retarded morons and idiots and all other kinds of horrific shit. So they were like, well, let's make the word mentally retarded. And then people started calling their friends that do dumb shit retarded. And they're like, well, we can't use that. Let's call them mentally challenged. And now everybody calls their stupid friends that do dumb shit mentally challenged, so there's got to be a new word. It's just going to keep going on and on and on for fucking ever. Or we can just say, hey, quit being retarded and know that we're not actually talking about mentally challenged people. We can just, like, grow a little thicker skin and quit being pussies about it. And, uh, grow some grow some balls. Are people who are mentally challenged mentally retarded or not? Yes, they are. I'm going to go with yes. But my friend who drove his car into a ditch because, you know, he wasn't paying attention or maybe he was beating off and, you know, came and his foot drew up and he couldn't hit the brakes in time and he went off the road. He is not actually mentally challenged, but he's fucking retarded. Like, without a doubt. Like, there's no actual mental disability, but that motherfucker's retarded. And, like, the sooner we can get back to just being able to say that without having to go into all these, like, you know, oh, you can't say that because, you know, my child has Down syndrome and that's... Well, great, then your kid's not retarded. Your kid has a handicap. Your kid has a disease. That doesn't mean retarded. My friend isn't actually retarded either. He's just a fucking idiot. But rather than calling him a fucking idiot, I say, man, you're retarded because it's kind of funny. And the quicker we can get back to that as a society, I think the better off we'll be. Is that your public service announcement? This public service announcement has been brought to you by bourbon. <laughs> and it took balls to say that. Keep trying to cue you here on the balls topic. <laughs> We've been well, balls. I thought, I thought we were going to do other stuff first. Balls. So. Balls. <sighs> <laughs> so. You know, something I noticed when we went to see Mr. Saturday Night on Broadway with Billy Crystal. With Billy Crystal, yeah. uh, Was the way they kept referring to having the balls to do something. And there was something else, too. Like, I feel like Dick came up sometimes, too. I can't remember specifically, but definitely they talked about having the balls to do something. And we do talk about my big dick energy and stuff like that. You do have big dick energy. We so, saw your shirt at Spencer's today. We did. Big dick energy. We did. So, you know, I guess it's just, you know, we talk about like this possible or actual 
repression of the cunt and women and you know because they have this cunt power and like they can like give life and all that shit yet when we talk about having like the gumption to do something the uh, audacity the no the, I feel like if I was courage if I was Jewish I'd have a word for this but I don't Yes, I said that. I went there. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just trying to figure out what the Jewish word is. I don't. Need, I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I know there is one, but I don't know. Anyway, they but talk- it's because the Jews like control the weather and the language and the media. Is that what you're? No. Okay. Sorry. But they talk about having the balls to do something. Yeah. Balls. You don't have the balls for this, and I've got big dick energy, but I have some big ass balls too. But like, why is it that we're talking about it like that? Like that gives. You know, we've also talked about how, okay, so cunt is such a negative word, yet, um, uh, you know, when we talk about, like, we also were like, well, but people get cold dick, and what's that about? And it's because the dick has power, right? Like, the dick and the balls, they have power. And so we use those things as a, as a the same way we do cunt. We try to minimize it, but also, like, I don't really know. But... <laughs> It's impressive that you had the ovaries to say this, babe. So I just have to say. I'm just like, so we we talk about like, if you're like, if you've got a lot of fucking. Guts. Guts, yeah. Because we can't think of words. You said gumption a while ago, which I was pretty impressed with. Gumption's a good word. Gumption is a good word. To like do something and like the fortitude, like the fortitude to do something, you know, because you have balls. Balls of steel. Big brass ones. Why are we doing that? Why are we giving that kind of power to that? There's nothing wrong with that specifically, I suppose, but like... But the balls are pretty fragile, though, like, honestly. Yeah, they are, It's kind of weird, because like... You ever squeezed a ball real hard? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never squeezed somebody else's real hard, but I've had mine squeezed a little, <laughs> but lightly, batted around with a ping pong paddle. That cost extra. But still, it's fun every once in a while. But they're fragile. They're gentle. Like, you have to handle them gently. Like I, You could easily break a ball. Oh, yeah. There's been times you, like, handled them a little bit too firmly. I'm like, hey. And you're like, oops, sorry. Yeah. Or, like, like you run your leg up between my, my legs and your thigh up between my legs trying to be sexy. And you go a little too hard. I'm like, oh. That's and usually like, intentional. No, it's usually because you're drunk. Let's just be honest. It's usually rogue doing that. So it's intentional. Not Wonder Woman. <laughs> Not Wonder Woman, which you, which I'm Different universe. right now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, drooling a little. But no, I get it. So, you know, what should we say? Should we say, like, you have the ovaries to do that? Uh, have, ovaries doesn't sound Why don't you cool. have the ovaries to do that? See, it doesn't really have, You can't say fallopian tubes because that sounds that's, that's really stupid. fucking terrible. Yeah. I mean, and I have a big cunt that sounds, <laughs> yeah, that, sounds that's funny. Like a, that's like the old Jay Hickman joke. Is like he met his ex-wife in a bar. He's like, I should have known not to marry her because I walked up to her and said, you know, I sure would like a little pussy. And she said, me too. Mine's as big as a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, saying you got a big cunt, that doesn't really, you know, it's not a very appealing thing. Hmm. <laughs> big labia. Labia. <laughs> you know, beef curtains. <laughs> Arby sandwich. You know, there's so many other, like, I mean, you got some, you got some big labia there, babe. It's it's weird. It's hard, right? Because like big balls are like there's nothing there's nothing overly attractive about having big balls. Like I've heard women talk about. Oh look at it. I've heard women that are like attracted to that. Like they like to see a guy's balls. But I just I can't. That's got to be something they're saying just to make guys feel good. Because there's uh, nothing sexy about balls. Most dudes' balls are small, but I have run into the occasional big bald dude, like physically big bald. Yeah, but. What is a the sexier attractive about balls in general? Like balls mm. are not like they're fun. There's they feel good to touch in your hands. Yeah, but are they, they're they're does not that, does they're not mean, appealing to look at. They're not visually stimulating. Well, I guess what's more important though is like, do those make you more of a? Oh my god, am I gonna say it? Man, yeah. No, I mean I don't know. I I don't. I, I've only have experience with my balls and. I'm as much of a man as I am, and I, I just, I don't. I mean, the, the I, don't have, like having, I don't have balls, but I have balls. You have balls in big dick energy. Yep. I have big balls. She She's has got big, big balls. balls. 
ACDC even wrote a song. But see, that song, song would not have had the same ring to it with he's got big ovaries and mm-hmm. she's got big ovaries. But they do say she has. They do. They say she has big balls. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because the future is gender, gender neutral. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not feminine. It's not masculine. It's so then it should be like, it should be like gonads. He's got big smooth spot where genitalia used to be. He's got She's big got gonad- big smooth spot. Big gonads. Where- Everybody's got big gonads. But isn't that like nads. inherently male? Nads. Nads are a male thing. Right, oh, but they, I got they, kicked in the nads. But it comes from gonads. Okay, but you never but, heard a woman say, I got kicked in the nads. No, but you never heard them say they got kicked into anything. Got kicked in the cooter. Heard that before. Kicked her at the cooter. Kicked her in the front butt. Grab her dirty pillows and twist, and then kick her in the front butt. Do you ever hear her say these things? No, it's guys when women are trying to rape us, because that's what happens. We try to use your pelvic sorcery on our Christian hearts. We say, you know, no, no, Satan, not today. Grab your dirty pillows, twist, and then kick her in the front butt. That's how you defend yourself, gentlemen. That's how you know... (laughs) You're not amused. No. <laughs> You're not amused at all by this. How is how is kicker in the front butt not amusing to you? It's <laughs> sad to me. <laughs> you've heard this before, right? Yes, because you've told me it oh, before. Just, just from me, though. Like, not anybody. Nobody you've else. you heard anybody else say kicker in the front butt? No, the only other front butt I've heard is on I'm Sorry. Oh, yeah. Good show. Mm-hmm. Good show. So sad it's not on anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, where else were we going with this podcast? Because like we were really like it was this whole like let's wing it, and then we had drinks, and then we had more drinks, and we came home and had more drinks. So you know, another thing that has happened to me since becoming a parent, like as in a space parent, not like a parent. <laughs> yeah. as it's in become apparent to me that I, <laughs> as a parent, yeah. Um, is that I forget shit. a lot of stuff. Like, which is very not typical for me. Like, I don't forget shit. Like, I never forgot shit. No, your mind, since we've met, much like your vagina, has been like a steel trap. Just really grabs, <laughs> really clenches nicely. Clenches firmly. Around ideas and thoughts and things that have happened. And, um... Mm-hmm. Agreed, though. You do have a great mem- memory. Yeah. Yeah. Like, memory. I remember being in my residency and my mentor, who I need to email back, be- which I haven't done because I forgot. He went, like, he said something one day and I was like, well, no, but what about this? And, like, this happened. And he's like, I hope I never, ever get in a fight with you because you remember everything. And I was like, that's I true. I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's good and bad in a way because... You know, some stories are better told the way I remember them, and you will not let me, like, just tell those stories that way. I do let you. No, you let me, but then you go, well, actually, after I get done telling it, then you correct me, but, the, like, the version that you tell is fucking boring. Like, it's not as interesting. Like, the way I tell it I just is- want to know, do you actually remember it the way that you, t- you tell it, or is it that you're making I'm shit up? I'm being... An entertaining storyteller on the podcast. That's okay? not an answer. That's not that's, an answer. That is an answer. I am telling the story as I have. I've listened to you tell stories, and I'm like, brain. that is not what happened. Like, that's like the panty sif- sniffing story with Haley. <sighs> like, there's been several versions of this, each of them as entertaining as the last. So whether or not it was 100 percent accurate, was it still entertaining? No, not for me. Oh, come on. No, when I heard one version of the story and then another version of the story, I'm like, this motherfucker. He yawns. I yawn. Yawn. I do yawn. No, but (laughs) the story is still entertaining, though. It's still an entertaining story to tell. I just need you to tell me what your intent is before you say shit, and then I can go along with it. You just you have to just think I'm going to understand when you just wing it, because I don't. I'm my brain doesn't work that way. I will say though, like I don't remember shit. Like I've had an email that I meant to send like two for two weeks now. Like I I do need to try to send that email. Like 
when was it? Um, Thursday, I had a virtual health appointment. And my alarm went off to tell me it was time to take my birth control pill. And I was doing something downstairs, like I was in the middle of something. So I went upstairs to my office where I keep my pills because I'm usually sitting in my office at 9 o'clock when my alarm goes off. And I grabbed my pills and I was like, I'm going to take them when I get downstairs. And then uh, about an hour later, I was like, fuck, I didn't take my pill. And I was like looking around. I was in my office at this point. I was like, I don't know where my pills are. I must have brought them downstairs. So I'm going to look look downstairs. And then like I immediately forgot that that's what I was about to do. <laughs> and then um, at the end of the day when I was actually in my office because I actually like went to my, my work office. Um, I think that's when that happened. I was like, I did not take my pill today. I'm pretty sure. And I don't remember where they are. So I come home, you're watching the baby, and I'm like looking around for a long time. I'm looking upstairs, I'm looking all downstairs, I'm like, oh, I need to take a break because I've been at work all day and I'm fucking tired, but I don't know where my pills are, I need to take my pills, like really important you take them at the same time. Yeah, and I was looking for them too. After you told me this, I was like searching the house over. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you've done with them. They're not upstairs. They're not downstairs. They're not in the basement. They're not in the teenager's room. You didn't leave them in there on accident when you went in there to go, what the fuck is going on with this room? Why is it? Why does it look like this? Mm-hmm. You didn't set them down in there when you were in shock from the mess. Yeah. And then finally, I found them in the toddler's playroom where I'd set them down. I don't know why I set them down right there, but. Probably to get my computer. I picked my computer up and I guess just left the pills there. That doesn't even make sense either, though. Like, because I had my computer in another... I don't know why I put my pills down there. (laughs) They were in a weird spot. They were in a really weird spot. All that to say... That you're yawning again. I am yawning again, but nobody would have known that if you hadn't said anything. Oh, they knew. And I can't... I could not... I could not find my pills. But I did find them. And now everything is back to normal. So I don't have to pull out tonight? That's yeah, you, all I'm hearing. You definitely have to pull out tonight. Negative. I yes. can come in my own hand all I want. It never makes me pull out. Okay. <laughs> cool. Wait, was, there, was there a chance of something else? I'm sorry. I was... Yeah, nope. Was, no? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I figured. <laughs> you know, the other thing from um, that show, Mr. Saturday Night, you know, there was a... Uh, in the show, and it was supposed to be like I think the majority of the show was taking place in the early nineties. Yeah, ninety four, I believe, was when. Yeah, me when too. His agent was a you know at that time was a young black woman, and <clears throat> she talked about how like hard she had it and like how hard it was to impress people and to get ahead and everything and I just remembered thinking like in my life as a very privileged white woman one time in particular where I really felt like my boss was holding something against me and there was some bullshit happening and I was almost like oppressed to a certain extent and I just like how like the way that that made me feel and how I had to deal with that I just can't imagine you know people who have to deal with that on like a day-to-day basis like how they deal like I dealt with it in this particular situation for about a year um and so like yeah it was just kind of a crazy thing to like for me to think about how other people have had to like really deal with that yeah and you know it's it is an interesting thing and me as as a straight white male I mean it's pretty obvious that I have to deal with those types of things every day of my life you know like people just persecute us us poor white (laughs) straight white guys all the time you know I mean 
can't find a job, can't, you know, nobody takes it seriously. We're walking down the street, people lock their doors. It's it's so hard being this, you know, poor, oppressed, straight, white guy. And But it's it's the burden, burden we live with every day. And it's, uh, you know, it's tough. It is. It's tough. I tell you, it's... Uh, it makes you feel like less of a person sometimes, but you just got to stay strong and remember that, you know, there is power to people <laughs> and for us straight white guys to get ahead eventually in this world. <laughs> now, is that not, that not where we're going with oh this? Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Fight the power, brothers. <laughs> Don't take this shit anymore. Changing the subject. Damn the matriarchy. <laughs> Stop this misandrous bullshit. Mm, Sandra's good bird. Good bird. We haven't said that word in a while. We have not, but I had to bring it out of retirement. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think that's what a lot of feminists are, Misandrus, and, you know, quote-unquote feminists, like modern feminists. Yeah. Um, you know, people who call themselves feminists or misandrous. Without a doubt. <laughs> like, you know, they're like, I'm with her crowd. Like, definitely a bunch of misandrists. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I'm with him crowd probably are a bunch of misogynists, so it's... Uh, it's all relative. You know, it's two sides of the same shit-covered coin. Mm-hmm. How do you see what side of the coin is up if it's shit-covered? You don't. It's a, you can't tell the difference. <laughs> you really just can't tell the difference. Welcome to the two-party political system, you know? It's mm. like, oh, what do I feel like today? Cat shit or dog shit? Which one is more appetizing? Ew. Neither one. They're both shit, okay? If we can just, like, realize that, we can move forward as a country. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody everybody gets so butthurt about elections. I'm like, look, you're, you're putting two of the most shitty, fucking self-centered, uh, what's the word? The uh, person uh, that's, like, obsessed with themselves. Narcissistic. You're mm-hmm. putting two shitty narcissists against each other. And then acting surprised because there's a shitty narcissist running this country. Who would have fucking guessed it? You know? It's like taking Jaeger shots. Jaeger <laughs> and Red Bull. I mean, not Jaeger shots, Jaeger bombs. Because Jaeger mm. and Red Bull both are fucking garbage. But mixed together, people somehow are like, oh, but this is great. This is magic. It is great until you drink too many of them and you puke no, in the bar. No, because it tastes like shit when you mix it. Like, that's the point. They're disgusting. No, I, it was good until I puked on the bar. Oh, and when did that happen? When I did, This was before I knew you. Yeah, we've talked about this story before. This is on the... St. Patty's Day episode, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, By the way, at the market today, there were Irish shamrocks and there are these purple, like, four-leaf clovers. The the farmers market was great today. There were there were four like four leaf clovers. There was nobody selling the local whiskey though. I was looking for those guys. The bullshine whiskey that we bought that I made the 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 old fashions with the spiced old fashions. Do we drink all that? Whiskey? No, God no. There's still most of that bottle mm-hmm. over there. Okay. But I was looking for those guys. Also, there was a brewery out there before that wasn't. It's early in the season. They're yeah, just starting it back. Occasionally up, so. they come out, but the whiskey was at the barbecue festival. That's right. That was the barbecue festival. So many events go on here; it's hard to keep up sometimes. Um, definitely excited about spring, though. Yeah, the spring has been. I've enjoyed the spring more than the fall. You know, and I've I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the spring a lot. The colors of spring have been nice. There's so many flowers and like yeah. blooming trees and. Just crazy shit everywhere. But I love the end of the extremes. Yeah. You know, summer, at the end of summer, it was so fucking hot. You know, we were up in the mid to upper 90s here. And then fall came along and everything started cooling off. And it was those beautiful nights. And then we had winter and, you know, winter didn't bother me for a little while. It got cold. We had some snow. The snow was beautiful. Then we had more snow and more snow and more snow. It's all in like, small increments though but it just seemed to drag on for fucking ever so now that it's the, the weather's warming up it's it's the end of that extreme and that's that's what I'm enjoying um I'll enjoy fall too when it rolls back around spring's definitely been prettier though yeah I can't even believe how many flowers and blooms there yeah. are on everything around here 
Yeah. Massive pink tree in our front yard. Just now, in our yard. Like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the plants that popped up around the base of the tree. And then all of a sudden now the tree is like covered in like pink flowers. It's amazing. It's like a vagina exploded in all, all over the, our <laughs> front yard. And it's kind of like the bathroom in the house we were renting before we moved in, before we bought this place. That uh, god awful pink bathroom. Yeah. I'd never seen anything quite like that. I mean, it, like, I'd seen pink tile like on the floor and the walls, but I'd never seen a pink toilet or bathtub until that place. I don't remember that. I just remember it was a very nice shower head, but not detachable. And that made me sad. Well, actually, I didn't really... I, I never started to appreciate a handheld shower head until we got here. And I'm fucking 39 years old. And you enjoy that shower head, don't you? I do. So, like, do you, do you stand? Do you put a leg up? Like, how does that work? Like, I just separate my legs. Just kind of stand? Kind of spread your legs apart a little bit? Mm-hmm. Standing and mm-hmm. go for it? Yep. Hmm. I was curious about I just, that. We just need to get that leak fixed. So yeah, we do have to get the shower leak fixed. But I was just curious how you do that with the shower head in the, in in the shower. Like, there's no sides. Like, there's not a. Yeah, I can't like put my. I can't step up on something. I know. There's no bathtub, so you, you put your. I'm aware. So, uh, I was just curious how that worked. Then, so you'll have to show me sometime. I've never seen this. So I, I need to though, for the podcast, of course, for scientific research and whatnot yeah we'll see (laughs) so whatever position you're doing in is obviously working for you so it got me to thinking like what what sexual positions are just bullshit what were the top three most overrated sexual positions so we we talked about this i was like all right come up with a position and a reason it's overrated we'll each do three you wanna go take first? The lead here? Sure. Yeah. Do you wanna? You wanna go first? Um, I'm gonna have to go with 69. Okay, 69 makes sense. What's your reason for it? My reason is that it. I mean, so I mean, we always think about 69, and we all get excited about it. We think it's hilarious when we're little kids and everything, and then you actually do it, and you're like. This is like, I can't even enjoy this for a variety of reasons. But the one that I'm going to speak to is like, he can't even like get my clit and I'm like choking on his cock. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. So just like lack of uh, functionality, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you're just like gagging on it. And he is totally missing the like, spot. Like if he does get his head up enough, he gets a cramp in his neck. Like I get it. I've, I've had, I've been there. I've had that cramp in the neck. I'm like, I'm just trying to get my head up far enough to get mm-hmm. to the clit. And it's, it's tough. A good first response. Okay. So I, I put a lot of thought into this. I spent, I've been thinking about this for days since I thought of this idea for a topic. I'm like, what are the three most overrated sexual positions? And the first thing I came up with was 69. Wow. Uh, 69 is overrated for many reasons, but the the first one that came to mind was that when you're, you know, as a guy, you're always on bottom because if you're on top, it doesn't work unless she's like as tall or taller than you. It just doesn't work. So as a guy, you're always on bottom. And when you're on bottom and you're trying to focus on chewing the chooch and doing your thing and you've got her down there, like her boobs are pressing into your stomach and it's a terrifying thing because like when your her boobs are like there's especially if she's like you know like yourself you have some nice cans technical term i believe um but if they're pressing on your stomach you mean like big that's that's affecting your gastrointestinal system and like you don't want to turn this woman into jfk as she's bobbing on the knob like you know just <laughs> And then, bam, right in the forehead, back and to the left. Back and to the left. Just like the Spruder film on the hidden cameras in our bedroom. Um, we, nobody needs that. Like, nobody does. And that's why I think that's, that's my number one reason. I think 69 is overrated position. So what's your number two? <clears throat> number two. hate to be unoriginal but i have to go with 69 again 
and you talk about always the chicks on top but I am <clears throat> am no stranger to be on the bottom of a 69 I've been on the bottom of a 69 with you like and like we you know when you're on the bottom of a 69 as a chick like that is like the epitome of deep throating like you just can't get you're away you're at the it. whim of his hips yeah and uh so at that point not only are you trying to not gag you're trying to breathe like literally and also you can't actually feel anything that feels good and that's why my number two is 69 makes sense makes sense uh Good top two. Got to, good top two so far. So I'm going to carry on with mine. My second one here, I believe, like, if I really dig deep and I think about all the sexual options out there, because there, I mean, there's a whole book, the Kama Sutra, of different mm. sexual positions. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the the options to draw from are so vast. But I think if I have to really narrow it down, my number two pick has got to be 69. Wow. Yeah, I know it's shocking. But, um, you know, 69 is just one of those things that doesn't work because balls weren't meant to be on the nostril, like wrapped around the nostrils of a woman. Like mm. they're meant to bounce off a chin. So mm. that means the woman should be like facing you yep. in the yep, same direction it. as mm-hmm. you because it, it, and if, if it's really warm and your balls are hanging a little low, like they'll like actually bounce under the chin and then they don't, you don't bruise the fruit, you know, you don't want to bruise the fruit. That's the thing. So as like, the woman's like really getting getting into it, they swing under the chin nicely. But if you're 69ing, they're either like pinching her nose, like one of those swimmers clips, or she's going to have two black eyes. Like they're, one of the two are going to mm-hmm. happen, but mm-hmm. the, either way, it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. 69 mm-hmm. sucks. Um, you know what? Suck my dick from your knees like you're supposed to. Like God mm-hmm. fucking intended, okay? Mm-hmm. That is what... Jesus Christ wrote on the tablets that that uh, Moses brought down from the mountaintop was thou shalt suck dick from your knees not in 69 um, that God said so so that's the way it should be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so okay. it is okay mm-hmm. um, okay so my number three I've given this a lot of thought. We a, both have. We a both put a lot of dedication into this topic. And my number three is also sixty nine again. I just I couldn't I couldn't come up with anything else like sixty nine. Whether I'm on top, whether I'm on it's bottom. Very brave of you. And I'm just like you know it's because when I have to like I you know I have to be the best at everything. I have to be so good. And so I have to be sucking cock like nobody's fucking business and deep throating it. And I'm using my hand up and down the shaft and my other hand around the balls. Rubbing the taint. Yeah, yeah like, know, you know, know, like pressing on the taint, like, you know, but not too hard. I know, and no, you know, trick. only like finger in the butt if that's really what they want, you know, you know, like, and how can one enjoy this? And it's just like, it's just, it's a fucking patriarchy, man. I'm sitting on a dude's face, hoping that he gets my clit while I'm like doing all of these like really uh, elaborate moves to make shit feel good. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck 69. All right. That's good. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I'm glad we're getting somewhere here. All right. Now it's time for my final one. And then again, like a lot of deep thought put in this, a lot of research too. Like I, I, I did a poll, I did a couple polls on uh, Instagram on my stories, try to get people's feedback here and find out what the most overrated sexual positions are. And my final uh, choice is going to have to be sixty nine, because at the end of the day, n- you know, no matter what you do, whether you're on top, whether she's on top, if you're really getting in there, you're really doing your best you're going to end up with a butthole in your nose. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Fuck 69. Fuck 69. You know, I know it, the teenager does it. I do it too. Somebody says, oh yeah, well, 69. You're like, <laughs> nice. 
But I just want to be like, day, have you ever done it? Yeah, no. And you know, like, he, he's 13. He hasn't. But he, he'll learn something. He's going to do that so. someday and go, this is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Bitch, get off me. Or, you know, out from under me, depending on how tall she is. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Buck 69 is what we're saying. It's not that great. I know it's so fun to talk about. It's not that fun to do. Mm-mm. It's really not. Mm-hmm. Who's ready for some ridiculousness? Mm-hmm. More ridiculousness, I should say. Are you ready, babe? I got something special for you today. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Sorry. I was about to start a ridiculousness too soon, but I I forgot. I have to find out what's happening with your sub. Well, I don't remember what happened. A couple of weeks ago when we talked about this, but I did. It was a week ago, wasn't it? No, because a week ago we were in New York. Oh, yeah, in New York, we didn't do any sub talk that time. Sorry. And the week before, <clears throat> I feel like it was that Saturday that I was like, oh, I, uh, I just, I can't do this anymore. You deserve something better. I'm not interested enough <laughs> and I don't want to keep doing this. And so he continued to message me and like beg me and ask me to read his texts and stuff. And I went a couple of days and I didn't read anything. And then <laughs> you fucked up. I accidentally, I ac- it was an accident. I looked at his messages. And I was like, fuck, now he's going to see that I read them. <laughs> and I blocked him. <laughs> he was like, I can't do this anymore. He he was begging, like it was getting pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the sub is no more. Mm-hmm. You're a dom without a sub, or you're just not a dom anymore. I don't know how to. You know, I mean. I mean, you can choke me out later when you fuck me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm a dom mind, in the right not... circumstances. All right, it makes sense. Me too. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is probably. Yeah. Everybody's a little dom, a little sub, occasionally, mm-hmm. if we're just honest with ourselves. Anybody who says they're never the other one, they're lying to themselves. Or they're fighting some urges they don't want to admit to. Mm-hmm. All right. I think it's uh, time for the ridiculousness of today. Should I do one of me? Are you doing, you doing a reel? I was going to. Do it. Wonder Woman, come on. Uh, but you, you have to be watching the uh, ridiculousness that okay. I... Have to share. So. Going to watch some ridiculousness on our Adulting Under the Influence podcast. This is how we close out our podcast. Can I show what's happening? Yeah, you can. Okay. Um, let me go ahead and pull this up full screen here so it's a little what more the visible. What is that? Just wait. Just wait. Don't play with your food is good advice, so I don't play with mine. I dominate it. I'm Eden, and I make BDSM food porn. People think this is just food play, but it's more than that. I'm humiliating food to relish the power relationship I have with it. You like that, you little freak? As a professional dominatrix by day and a foodie by night, it was actually a very natural progression. I realized the tools we use for food prep mirror the tools we use for torture and different types of fetish play. I started with the obvious BDSM dishes. Mashed potatoes, kneading dough, scrambled eggs. But as one gets further into this world, you realize the only limits are your own imagination. Everything in my play space adheres to the traditional BDSM motto, safe, sane, and consensual. This actually caused me to become a vegan. I realized as a meat eater, I was in a non-consensual dietary relationship with animals. Sure, plants can't necessarily give consent, but they also can't not give consent, so no safe words needed. Believe it or not, putting rubber bands around a watermelon was actually a part of the BDSM food scene before it went viral as a game for kids. When it comes to bondage, I like to pretend that, that my meals are just dying to be eaten. Watermelon? So, have you never seen that before? No. Yeah, you could, you like, you just keep putting rubber bands around a watermelon, and eventually it will squeeze it, and it will like pop like that. That's like the coolest thing I've ever seen. That I want to do this. Like, we need to do this on our back patio. We have this huge deck upstairs. I don't want to do it on the back patio. I have a big deck, so we could do it on my big deck. I don't want to do it on the back patio. On your big like- deck, big deck, Jean. I don't want to put my that on my big deck, so... We can hose it off afterwards. It's a big enough deck. We just, like, rinse it off, and it'd be fine. We need to do that, though. I it'd do, be fun to do with a teenager. I think that'd be great to do. All right. Continue on here. I use restraints to prevent them from being ingested until they just can't take it anymore. You can almost hear this banana moaning in agony. Just like with regular BDSM, the toughest ones to torture are the most exhilarating. You really start to appreciate a pineapple versus an heirloom tomato. 
whether it's finding squash, suspending beets, or plugging peaches. And finally getting that sense of control that I so desperately seek and lack in everyday life. I used to fantasize about devouring my subs, but now I get to do it literally. And I'm not just nourishing my body, I'm also nourishing my soul. And if people like jerking off to it, that's their business. Yeah, it was a Comedy Central thing. It wasn't like a serious. But, but when I, I saw figured this, it wasn't serious, but yeah. that is hilarious. When when it first starts, you're like, wait a minute, is this real? Is this for a minute? Yeah. For like a second, you're like, is this a real fucking like? No way. But no, it's not. It's uh, it is a, the perfect ridiculousness clip for mm-hmm. today. I wanted to do this with with uh, producer Andrew here. He's mm-hmm. uh, he, he was going to be here tonight at in his producer role that mm-hmm. we're we're working on developing here at the the podcast but he ended up a little under the weather andrew i hope you're feeling better um mm-hmm. hope you're back to producing here and uh performing on your twitch streams which is something we're actually looking into doing a twitch stream of the podcast um i just think the wonder woman top would be a big hit on the twitch stream yeah sorry you're not here andrew wish we could do it we, we should do a kick stream later with you and your wonder woman Top. that would uh I think, yeah. I think you would have a lot of viewers this evening so. yeah but fuck those people like <laughs> if they're not listening to the podcast they can go fuck themselves exactly listen to our fucking podcast <laughs> assholes don't just stare up my wife's boobs god damn it i'm listening to her talk from above her boobs <laughs> <laughs> All right, we made it. It's almost an hour, 56 minutes. I'm calling it here. It's been... We winged it today. We winged it. This we was wung like, it. Wung it. Wanged I wrote, it. I wrote we shit, wanged it. I wrote shit down. You did. I did not. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had some, like, last-minute changes with um, Andrew, obviously, not being here in a, mm-hmm. a little under the weather. We had some... Some topics we want to save for when he is back on the show, so I think those will be good. Uh, but, uh, you know, we made it through for about an hour. It is the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. Um, Jason and Big Dick Gene. Big Dick Gene. We are very glad you joined us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Big Clit Gene. Big, Big Lady Gene. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Big Beef Curtain Gene. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right. It's just not true. You don't have the RB sandwich vagina. I don't. Like I know I, don't, I shouldn't like share too much about the descriptiveness of your vagina, but you don't have one of those like big beefy vaginas. No, I know. you don't have a beef and cheddar vagina. Which is actually labia. That's not even the right term. I mean, labia is part of the vagina, right? No. Yes, it is. No, it's the not. whole thing is the vagina, the, the labia the majora, vulva. and the labia. The labia vagina is only the whole. It's only the whole. It's only the whole. I don't think that's accurate. You gonna bet? No. <laughs> Learned my lesson. I'm uh, 0 for 2 so far. I'm not going for 0 for 3. Let's just call it a podcast. Thanks for joining me, Gene. I love you. I love you too, baby. It's been a great podcast. Join mm-hmm. us again next week right here. Ladies and gentlemen, next week it's going to be a good episode. On next week's episode of the Adulting Under the Influence podcast, global warming, why it's men's fault, and why punishing all human creatures will solve it. Follow us on Instagram at the AUI pod and I think maybe Facebook at Adulting Under the Influence yeah, yeah. and email us at, what's our email address? AUIPodJJ at gmail.com. Also, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, hit that subscribe button and go ahead and give us five stars. Give yeah, us a rating. Great. Give us five stars. Come Help on. Help us out. The more five-star ratings you give us, the more people and the more S- subscribers we get, the more Send people Send us will a message. Maybe yeah. I'll reply to you. Yeah, like hit us up. Come on, people. Let's have some fun here. Um, I have a question for our next podcast when Drew, Andrew is back in his spot as producer. Uh, like We have this topic we've been discussing, and I've been posting it on my stories on Instagram. Uh, it's at, at High Comedy Jason. H.I. Comedy Jason. You can go on there now and answer the question and we will discuss this and mention your responses on our next episode. So join us here next week. It's the Adulting Under the Influence podcast. I'm Jason. I'm Jean. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Peace out. Goodbye. Ciao, Bella.
see you later. Sayonara. Hasta la vida.